Ingo by Helen Dunmore, Chapter 7, Part 2 And there's Pharaoh, right in the middle of the current. Come further in, Sapphire, he calls. Now I see what you have to do. You have to swim until you're where the current's fastest, where you can feel the muscle of it all around you, and then lie there inside it like an arrow, as Pharaoh's lying. The pull is so strong that it doesn't feel like pull at all. I only know how fast I'm going, when I look down and see the ridged floor of the sand fall away as we rush into the deep. Yee-haw! It's Pharaoh yelling, and then it's me too, riding the back of the current as if it's a wild horse, letting it twist me and turn me and spin me until I don't know where we are or where we're going, and I don't care. All that matters is the ride. Pharaoh's standing upright on the current, balanced on the curve of his tail. I try to copy him, but my legs won't do what his tail does. I'd try again. Rock's coming up, hold on, shouts Pharaoh, and he swipes us sideways with his tail and out of the current, just before it rushes onto the underwater rocks and splits into a million threads of white. You didn't look ahead, Pharaoh points out as we hang suspended in the calm, gasping. Can't look, not when going so fast. Hmm, slow human reactions. Better not get into any currents without me for the time being. They like to play rough. I think I'll keep out of the currents altogether. Don't be stupid, Sapphire. How are you going to travel without surfing currents? You need to know them, that's all. They follow their own patterns. But you can learn them. Every current has its own path. But sometimes they come close and you can hop from one to another. That's how you make the longest journeys. Once you've learned to current hop, we can really travel. Elvira is taking Connor to the Lost Islands next. He breaks off as if he's said something he didn't mean to say. Who's Elvira? I told you, my sister. She's around here somewhere. Can I see her? Maybe. She's talking to the sunfish with Connor. We keep telling the sunfish they can go further north now that the water's grown warmer, but they won't believe it. They think this isn't their territory. Sunfish are stubborn and they have long memories. <coughs> Excuse me. They still remember when it was the age of ice here. You mean the Ice Age, Pharaoh? They can't possibly remember that. The Ice Age was thousands and thousands of years ago, I say confidently. It's good to know something that Pharaoh doesn't, for once. Fish don't keep their memories in their heads like you do. Where do they keep them? In the shoal. Obviously the shoal keeps changing as the sunfish get born and die, but the memory stays in the shoal and every sunfish can access it. Then I catch up with something else that Farris just said. Did you say that Connor was talking to the sunfish? It wasn't just Elvira talking to them. You mean that Connor's learned their language? I wouldn't say he's exactly speaking it yet. Elvira's trying to teach him. Faro, how many times has my brother been here? With... with Elvira? Oh, I don't know, says Faro carelessly. A few. You do ask a lot of questions, Sapphire. Connor's just the same. It must be a human thing. Come on, let's find another current to surf. And we do, current after current after current, riding and rising and skimming and swooping and falling and starting again. Little playful currents that whisk you in circles, powerful ones that pull you for miles. And far, far out, way beyond where we are, there are the great currents. Pharaoh says he'll take me there one day, but not yet. I need a lot more practice before I can serve the great currents. They're too strong and wild for me yet. 
Has Connor served them? No. The strange thing is that I'm no longer anxious about Connor. I've nearly forgotten that the whole reason I'm here is that I had to find him and bring him home. I haven't quite forgotten. It's there somewhere in the back of my mind, like the daytime world when you're in the middle of a dream. But it doesn't seem to matter all that much. Connor's fine. He's safe with Elvira. Talking to the sunfish. All that really matters is the rush of the currents, the tingle of flying water, again, again, again. I don't want it ever to stop. But just as we slide off a tricky little current that Pharaoh says goes too near the great currents for safety, I look up. Between me and the skin of the surface, a huge shape hangs. A shape that I've known all my life, although this is the first time I've ever seen one. Wide jaw, gaping, body as long as a helicopter. Fins, tail, Pharaoh, I whisper, afraid it might pick up the vibration of my voice through the water. Pharaoh, there's a shark. Pharaoh flips on his back, stares up. The shark hangs above us. Its jaws are spread wide, waiting for something or someone. And I just want to say, that's the end of the chapter, that definitely, definitely don't try to swim like this because you will definitely drown and it's not a very good idea. Only mer people can do this and it's only a story and humans can't. So just remember that if you're ever going in the sea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter 8 coming soon. <laughs>